Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Live Free Creative, an intentional podcast with practical tips for living your life on purpose. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I believe in creativity, adventure, curiosity, and the magic of small moments. I hope that every time you listen, you feel empowered and free to live the life that you want. Welcome, welcome back to Live Free Creative Podcast. I am Miranda Anderson. You're listening to episode number 219, A Year in Review. At the end of every year, I like to take a minute and look back over what has happened, the different experiences that I've had, the different challenges that I've faced, where I was this time last year, and then after some reflection, it gives me a good opportunity, excuse to sort of look forward into the future, make some plans, some big dreams, and get excited and anticipate the year ahead. There's a lot of talk around the new year of resolutions and new year, new you, and goals and plans. I I think all of that can be great if it's done with grace and compassion and love and and sort of grounded in reality, (laughs) grounded in uh, a personal intuition rather than an outward expectation. I love making plans. You know this. I have dozens of episodes from the last five years on this podcast around planning and planning well and planning intentionally. I think that all of that has a place. What matters a lot is being able to do the first step leading into the plan, which is a look back, a little bit of overview to get your bearings on where you currently are. I love thinking of the simple metaphor of our Google Maps. I mean, you know, in the olden days, this would have been a compass, right? But our current technology, when you have a Google map and you want to go somewhere, the very first step is for it to recognize where you currently are. You press that little arrow and it locates you, it kind of geolocates you with all of those satellites and it figures out your, your location right now. And from that place, it's able to give you more or less accurate directions for where you're headed. If you don't tap that arrow, if you don't establish your current location, it becomes really difficult to have any sort of reasonable direction for where you would like to be headed. So in today's episode, 
I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview of my year, walk you through sort of the process of how I do this month by month and some of the things that have happened over here at Live Free Creative in 2022. I would love to invite you to do the same, to walk through 2022 using your planner or your phone or whatever way you can most easily reflect back on the year. Sometimes this is a great exercise to do with family, with, you know, around the dinner table to go around and ask what people's favorite experiences of the year were, what their biggest challenges of the year were, and give yourself sort of a community conversation around the reflection. I also really appreciate it as a personal practice so I can look back and be with my own thoughts and remember the highs and lows and really establish my sense of current location as I head into a new year. Because today's episode is going to be sort of a long life lately, I'm going to walk you through a little bit of the happenings in my 2022. I want to take a quick break for today's sponsor. Today's show is brought to you by Live Free Creative Retreats. Whether you need time and space to yourself, time with friends and community, or time spent with your partner and spouse, Live Free Creative Retreats in 2023 will have you covered with our three specific and separate types of gatherings. The first is Creative Camp, which will happen in spring in Utah and in fall in South Carolina. Creative Camp is a weekend where you gather together with other like-minded women and dive deep into a creative project that can look like writing a book, creating a course, catching up on your family photo books, which I mean, write me up for that one because I definitely need that. This is a space where we provide for all of your needs so that you can take care of your most important work. From a beautiful location, comfortable accommodations to an on-site chef, daily guided yoga and meditation, an on-site massage therapist, community conversations and discussions, as well as lots and lots of time for you to dive deep in uninterrupted work. Creative Camp may be just what you're looking for to kickstart a creative project or to dig in deep to one that you already have going. You can find all of the information for that at livefreecreative.com slash camp. Next up is Summer Camp. Grown Up Summer Camp is in its third year. This July, it will be just outside of Glacier National Park in Glacier, Montana. You know, every year we get our kids all set up for their summer camps and programs and lessons, but what about mom? What about you? When do you get a chance to get away with your girlfriends and just have fun? Summer camp was designed with intention to reconnect you to yourself, to a community of friends and women, and to nature. We have outdoor adventures, we do crafts, we sit around the campfire and roast s'mores and tell stories. We have incredible speakers and workshops, and most of all, it's just a chance for you to relax, unwind, and spend some time with friends old and new. Grab your spot today at livefreecreative.co slash summer dash camp. And finally, Novio's Couples Retreat. This is an all-inclusive couples vacation in Costa Rica in November. Bring your partner, join Kristen Hodson and I for six incredible days of adventure and connection on the beautiful beaches and jungles of Costa Rica. Visit livefreecreative.co slash novios dash couples dash retreat to find out more. You can find out more about any or all of the retreats with the simple link livefreecreative.co slash retreats. If you feel a tug 
to join me at one of my retreats in 2023, I invite you to follow that intuition and register today. Now let's dive into a little bit of a reflection on this year. Speaking of camp, retreats were something that I began in 2019. I really had a excited sort of draw to the idea of gathering people in person, which is something that I had done for years. I started hosting craft workshops in about 2014 and hosted those in DC. I hosted them in Austin, Texas. And then I spent one summer traveling around the country hosting craft workshops. Gathering together in person has always been really important to me. And I after writing my book, realized that that uninterrupted work time was really precious and hard to come by in a regular life. And so that's where Creative Camp was born. And then out of Creative Camp came Summer Camp for women who didn't necessarily have a project to work on and just needed some space and time to enjoy being outside and and being together. And then this next year, I mean, 2023 will be the first year of Novio's Couples Retreat, which I'm still over the moon about and am so thrilled to be able to share that space with couples of intention and connection and adventure. In 2022, this last year, I hosted 48 women over three camps. Spring camp was in Southern Utah, summer camp was in Virginia, and fall creative camp was in South Carolina. And I gathered together with 48 women throughout the year to share that in-person connection and to form tighter bonds of friendship and to experience life in real life at the same time together. I will say just in full honesty, events are really logistical. There are a lot of moving parts. There are a ton of work to put together. They take months and months of planning and they are so transformative. They're so incredible. Creating these opportunities to gather together in person, face-to-face with other women has changed my life, and I know that it's changed many of theirs as well. 48 women in 2022, and I look forward to meeting and gathering with many more in 2023. Now let's talk about the podcast. This year in 2022, I recorded and released 67 episodes. I had over 50,000 unique listeners and 618,000 597 downloads during the year to date. This podcast is now in its fifth season and has been one of the anchors of my life since 2018 when I began. I love the rhythm of recording and sharing and learning and teaching and hope that you continue to enjoy the podcast for years to come. In 2022, I hosted Decluttered, my signature intentional living masterclass. I had 116 course participants over two sessions in January and in September. I loved gathering together each week to teach live webinars, hearing all about the experience my students were having as they were listening on their own to the recorded lessons and working their way through the workbook. I'm really proud of the way that this course has gone over the last several years since I launched it. And although I am no longer teaching this course in 2023, I am going to take a break from this online course to dig into my own coursework. It was a little bit of a juggle doing the course at the same time I was in school this fall. I'm going to put it on hold for now and see how I feel about it once I finish school in the summertime. The final aspect of Live Free Creative, sort of arm of the business that was really exciting and fun this year, was my one-on-one coaching. 
I worked with 26 clients over the year. I currently have eight clients. I think there's a couple spots available if anyone is looking for a coach to help them with creative entrepreneurship, with getting a big project off the ground, with building successful systems in your day-to-day life, and clarity and accountability around the goals and values that you have. My weekly calls with my coaching clients have been so uplifting, so connective, and really grounding this year. And I really appreciate each and every one of these women who trust me to help them learn to trust themselves and to find the answers that they seek within their own intuition. It's really interesting looking back over the business this year between my retreats, my podcast, my course, and my coaching. These four arms really emerged solidly in 2022. As part of this same exercise last year, at the end of 2021, there were a few things that I had been previously doing that I decided to sort of set down. One of those was regular blogging, and I think the podcast has in a lot of ways replaced the writing that I used to do online. Another one was working with corporate sponsorships on Instagram and on my blog, which I had done for years, and again, the sponsors on the blog sort of replaced that for me. And then there are a few just different odds and ends that I tried to tighten up and give myself a little bit more clear of a focus as a business owner to enable me to then also have a little bit more focus and space in my day-to-day life at home. And I will tell you that having a little bit more clarity and definition around what I'm offering and how I want to offer it has been really helpful. Of course, that's not to say that I have it all figured out, but it has been really nice to be able to sort of drop the different types of work that I do into these four clear buckets of retreats and podcasting and coaching and my online course. That's a little bit of the high level business reflection for me. I pulled out those numbers, had to like look up how many people did I have between the three camps and how many episodes did I release and what were the downloads for the year. Being able to actually wrap my mind around some numbers has been really helpful. I have to admit that Numbers are not my strongest suit. I much prefer stories and people and sort of the, the qualitative data around how I'm doing and how things are doing. And at the same time, it is really nice and fun to go look back at what are some of the concrete things that I've accomplished that I can evaluate how it felt if I'd like to do more, if I'd like to do less, if I like the things that I'm doing and really have a starting place to be able to look forward as I finish up looking back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Now for the rest of the episode, I'm just gonna walk you month by month through the highlights and some of the lowlights of my year. 
I gathered this information in a quick search through my planner and also going through my phone. The, the pictures on my phone have been so helpful because we live in this era where most of us are taking pictures of things all the time. And even though most of the pictures on my phone didn't ever go anywhere else, they weren't posted on social media, I have not turned them into a photo book yet, although I'm planning to at some point, they're really great picture review of what happened throughout my year and so I invite you and encourage you to spend a little bit of time in your planner in the photo apps of your phone maybe on your social media platforms if you tend to be a sharer and a storyteller over there to give you a picture of your year. I want to preface this sort of walkthrough by mentioning that for one reason or another 2022 has been really difficult for for me and for my family. And as I looked back over the year, I expected to see a lot more really hard things because of how heavy it has felt. And I noticed that there were so many good things that happened as well. And there were some tough times and some unexpected obstacles and and tragedies. The weight of some of those hard things cast a shadow over even some of the good things. And that's okay. That's part of life. Sometimes the hard things and the heavy things are heavy and they wear you out and they can take some time to process. And even as you make space for the good and the positive and the beautiful things happening in your life, the, the heavy, hard thing can be there too. This year has been an exercise in paradox, an exercise in duality, in some really exciting things and some really hard things all being mixed up together. And while I look forward to the turning over of the calendar because in some ways it feels like a symbolic clean slate and that we'll be able to leave behind emotionally some of the things that we went through in 2022, I know that in reality it doesn't work exactly like that. That sometimes we carry heavy things long past the turn of the page and my goal or one of my hopes is to make space for the good to create a priority for positivity and to continue to invite the beauty of everyday moments that are connective and awe-inspiring and lovely into my life on a regular basis so even though there may be unexpected difficulties my focus can remain on the good because there is so much good to see and so much beauty to notice and to take in and to savor which was my word of 2022 So I'm going to start in January. Our year started off with a bang. We had celebrated Christmas in Paris and everyone got COVID except for me. (laughs) So my family went to Germany to where my in-laws were living to quarantine for two weeks while I flew home by myself to take care of our pets and to close on our houses. We sold our blue house the first week of January. We, two days later, closed on our new house, our white house, which we moved into on January 25th. 
after redoing the floors. We closed on the 10th, we redid all of the floors, added wood floor upstairs where the carpet had previously been, and then moved in on January 25th. I will tell you that a move, whether you're moving within the same neighborhood or across the country, is still a move. It is touching everything you own, putting it all in boxes, moving it all, and then figuring out where you're gonna put it. Starting our year with a move sort of set our lives on tilt a little bit. We were a little bit off balance for most of the year, and I trace a lot of it back to the displacement of moving. And even though so much of our lives stayed the same because we moved within our same neighborhood, our kids go to their same schools, we have our same friends and our same favorite restaurants nearby, the actual changing of place requires some settling in, and it takes a while to do that. In February, I turned 39 and celebrated with a trip to Porto, Portugal, which is a beautiful city. Dave and I spent a week wandering around the cobblestone streets and adoring the beautiful tiled buildings. We rented bikes and rode along the coastline. We ate a lot of tinned fish, which we have developed quite a taste for. And I found this beautiful hand-painted Portuguese tile that I brought home in my carry-on to use on the fireplace in our new house. After being holed up for most of 2020 and 2021, being able to finish 2021 and begin 2022 with a little bit of travel felt like coming home in the best way. In March, I turned in my application for the Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I began that application in November, and so gathering all of the letters of recommendation and my transcripts and finishing my essays felt like a huge accomplishment. I turned it in and just hoped for the best. As I occupied myself with a little bit of home renovation, we cut down our 90s bump-up counter to a flat plane, which turned out beautifully and instantly transformed our kitchen space. I painted all of the trim of our front room a beautiful Scandinavian blue. My son Milo passed me up in height. I'm 5'6", and he became taller than 5'6 in March. Now he's much taller than I am. And we had a couple health challenges, personal health challenges in my family, resulting in a lot of doctor's appointments and specialist visits. And on top of some of the personal transformations and difficulties we were going through, we also experienced the tragic loss of one of my nephews. Sweet Griffin was just two and he unexpectedly passed away, which left a huge hole in our hearts and in our family. Earlier in the year, knowing how tough the move had been and some of the other challenges that we had faced as a family, Dave and I decided that we needed a real vacation and we had booked a week in Cancun for our kids at an all-inclusive resort. It was the first time we had done a trip like that. We usually like to stay in the guest houses and adventure all around and the idea of having everything taken care of so we could just lay on the beach and sit by the pool and let our kids order as many virgin pina coladas as they want sounded ideal and it really was so healing to be in the sunshine and to spend that time together without any other responsibilities that week. In April, I also had the 
exciting opportunity to sign with Cloud 10 Media Agency for the podcast. After four and a half years of recording and releasing episodes without outside support, joining Cloud 10 became a really fun opportunity and an exciting way to continue to produce the podcast with a little more financial stability behind it. In April, I also hosted Spring Creative Camp in Southern Utah, gathered together with an incredible group of women, and they dove deep into their creative projects while we ate amazing meals and went on a beautiful red rock hike in the bluebird sunshine of Southern Utah in the spring and got to know each other a little better. I know that so many of my Creative Camp attendees become lifelong friends. I know that's true for me and so many of us stay in touch for years after we experience the retreat together. And I rounded out the month of April with stitches in my pinky after slicing it open unexpectedly when I was trying to repair an antique wooden dining chair. May began with my oldest child becoming an official teenager, Milo turned 13, and we celebrated by spending a mother-son weekend in Washington, D.C. together. We rode those electric scooters around the monuments, we went to the Spy Museum, we had a bunch of great meals and had a fantastic time getting to know each other a little better as he grows up, which I think is really important and continues to be important with all of my kids. Later in May, I got around to building my backyard gardens, my raised garden beds that I had left in my blue house yard. I built two new ones and planted them in my new backyard, which felt really great. I also spent May tiling and building my front room fireplace using those Portuguese tiles I had brought home to create a whole new facade on my wood-burning fireplace, which kind of became a beautiful decorative anchor for my front room and felt really fun. I spent the end of the month celebrating weddings. First, I went to Huntington Beach for the wedding of my good friends, Lena and Sal, right on the cliffs overlooking the ocean. It was a really incredible experience. And then I came home and that next weekend went and helped my good friend Camille with the wedding of her oldest daughter. I felt like I was spanning transitions in my life, going to the wedding of a good friend and then going to the wedding of a good friend's daughter. That's the stage of life that I'm in. I love weddings, so it was really fun to have an opportunity to go to both. In June, I actually planted in my garden beds, got all of my plants going, and I got the exciting news that I was accepted to the program at Penn. I promptly bought myself a Penn baseball cap, which I have worn weekly ever since. (laughs) I designed my closet office, which I'm sitting in now recording actually. The new house had this huge primary closet that was almost as big as the bedroom. And rather than use it as a closet, I decided I was going to create a dual use space and tore down all of the shelves and bars and built in a closed Ikea closet, floor to ceiling on one end, and then decided to use the rest of the room as an office. I had a window put in the side wall and got started moving in to the office. In June, Elliot turned 11 years old. That's my middle child. We went to a cool escape room for his birthday, the first time I had ever been to one. We did really well and got out on time. We celebrated the end of the school year with a trip to the beach and then floating down a river in Charlottesville on tubes where we were able to like swing on a rope swing and have a barbecue after. It was really fun. 
I also finished up the month by wallpapering my front room. We kicked off July going camping in Stokesville for the 4th of July, and a couple weeks later, I hosted summer camp in the Blue Ridge Mountains of Virginia. I had 25 women, and we ice-dyed t-shirts, and we floated down the river. We did a zip line. We sat around the fire and told stories, and we stargazed, did yoga, went on a sunset hike, learned from some amazing camp counselors, and had an incredible time. Because we mostly stuck around Virginia during the summer, we spent a lot of days poolside, which was really fun. In the last weekend of the month, I noticed that one of my favorite local tattoo artists had an opening at a convention in Ohio, and I grabbed it. So I did a road trip to Ohio with my son Milo to have Elle tattoo a beautiful wild blackberry lavender cardinal scene on my arm. In August, I painted our dining room dark green, celebrated the kids going back to school by taking him up to the DC Zoo. I designed and launched some podcast t-shirts and sweatshirts that are all available at shop.livefreecreative.co if you're interested in some Live Free Creative merch. And the kids started school again. The next week in September, I started school. I went up to Pennsylvania for an orientation of the campus and took the kids with me. So we got some more pen gear. We enjoyed spending a weekend in Philadelphia and showing them around, wandering through the beautiful Penn campus and starting to feel like I belonged there in a fun way. And before the weather started turning cooler, I decided to finally put up cedar shingles on the awnings above our front stoop and our dormer windows. I had ordered these cedar shingles back in February, right after we bought the house and moved in. I ordered the shingles and I don't think they arrived until about July. In September, I got up on the ladder, measured them out, sawed and nailed them in, and they added instant charm to the front of our new house. I didn't stop there. I also found some beautiful cedar boards to add window boxes to my lower front windows and filled them with incredible fall foliage. Adding the warm wood to the front of our black and white brick house was such a great night and day makeover. It added charm and coziness and welcome to the front of our house, which matters a lot to me. In September, with the beginning of classwork, I also started my mini-series Happy Class, which airs on Fridays, where I've been sharing a little bit of an inside scoop to what is happening in my master's degree program and how I feel about it, the lessons I've been learning. It's been so fun to share that, chronicling the things that I'm learning and the way that it feels to be in graduate school. My calendar started becoming very full of homework and assignments and readings, and I have absolutely loved it. In October, one of my good friends here in Richmond and I decided to do a very last minute trip to New York City so that we could see Hugh Jackman on Broadway in Music Man, and it was so fun. We took the train up on Friday afternoon, slept in the hotel, spent the whole day wandering the city on Saturday and doing some fall shopping, and then we went to the show, which was the best Broadway musical I have ever seen. And I've seen quite a few over the last 20 years. It was incredible. The cast were hilarious. They loved what they were doing. You could just see their enthusiasm 
beaming out from the stage. We had so much fun. We finished the evening with a late night pizza and then had a great breakfast in the morning before we took the train home. I mean, it all happened in like 70 hours and it was a whirlwind of an incredible weekend. That next weekend, Dave and I celebrated our 16th anniversary with a really beautiful staycation that he planned here in Richmond. And the next weekend, life turned upside down again for a minute while we had another unexpected family health scare and I spent a couple days in the hospital alongside one of my family members who needed some support. It's wild to look back that over this year, 2022, we had about three or four different unexpected health circumstances that took a huge toll on our family, on our emotional health and our coping. And there's a huge amount of stress involved with health challenges. And it really lent me a perspective and a lot of compassion for people who face ongoing health challenges on a regular basis. Our family has been generally fairly healthy for most of our lives. And to have a a few different unexpected things crop up this year, all it, it sort of felt like a lot. It was only a few different times that we were in the hospital or in a doctor's office or at a specialist. And it felt like a lot. It felt really difficult. And I acknowledge that there are people who that is just part of their regular life. And while there's some adaptability that I'm sure happens to that, I also just want to acknowledge uh, that my heart goes out to people facing regular health challenges because it is really taxing. It's really trying. And it was no different for us. It felt really, really taxing this year to manage a few different unexpected things. Once the hospital stays were over and things cleared up a little bit, we took family photos out on the beach. I love the tradition that we have of taking our family photos in the fall. It was really a beautiful session with my good friend Molly Hunter Photography. I also spent a long weekend up in Pennsylvania for an in-person summit with my program. It was the first time I got to meet all of my classmates that I had met online. It was everything that I hoped it would be and more. I began November with a sister's trip with Dave's sisters in Washington, D.C. While my sisters have had a tradition of doing a girl's trip every couple years for about a decade, over a decade, this was the first time that we were able to do one with Dave's sisters, and it was really, really fun. We had a great time chatting and eating good food and visiting the city. It gave me a nice weekend off of homework, which was really helpful, and I loved getting to know Dave's sisters a little bit better. After I came home from D.C., I quickly prepared a turnaround to head down to South Carolina to host Fall Creative Camp on Isle of Palms. This was a beautiful location right near the beach. You could hear the ocean waves. The beach house had a great pool and hot tub that we took full advantage of. And gathering together with another really amazing group of women to support each other as we worked on individual projects was really powerful. This was a unique and fun creative camp where many of the attendees had attended creative camp before. We had about six women return who were previous creative campers. So they already sort of knew the rhythm of the weekend and were able to offer such great support to each other. We didn't travel for Thanksgiving. Instead, we hosted our very first Friendsgiving. We invited over one of our good family friends who are also neighbors. And 
mutually decided that we were going to order as much as we could. So we ordered Thanksgiving from a couple local markets. I bought a few things that were quick and easy to make, and we enjoyed an incredible meal together with very low impact preparation. (laughs) The beginning of December, I was excited to decorate for Christmas in our new home and figure out where things were going to fit. I put up lights on the outside of the house and hung wreaths on our windows and set up our tree. And then in kind of a last minute whirlwind, I decided to paint my office about 10 hours before I needed to use it for the weekend for class. I'm so happy that I did though. I went to Sherwin-Williams, bought a quart of paint, came back, started painting with a brush. I ended up painting the whole wall of the office with a paintbrush rather than a roller. And it looks incredible. So I'm really glad that I just jumped in and took care of it. The middle of December, Plum turned nine, and we celebrated with a slumber party-themed late night. Our kids are not allowed to have sleepovers. That's just been a blanket rule we've had forever. And it was so fun to allow these girls all of the fun of a slumber party without actually sleeping over. We did manicures, and they had a hot chocolate bar and ate pizza, and they played games, and we watched a movie. They all wore their pajamas. And then we sent them all home with a little brunch box and a sleep mask so that they could enjoy finishing the party on their own at their own homes. My kids finished school on the 18th and we surprised them with a trip to spend the week before Christmas in Utah with our families. Both Dave and my family live in Salt Lake City, so when we go visit family, we pretty much get to see everyone at once, which is really fun. We had such a great time with family. I got to see my siblings and my in-laws. The kids got to play with their cousins. We enjoyed a beautiful tea time at the Grand America and took the kids up to the Hogle Zoo. Dave's sister took the kids on a night hike with headlamps and they went on a hike up and then sledded down the trail, which sounded so fun. We got to spend Christmas Eve with Dave's family up at their cabin in Park City and then come down and have Christmas morning in my parents' home with my kids lining up at the top of the stairways in matching pajamas just the way that I did when I was a kid. It was really fun. And then Christmas afternoon, we hopped on a plane and headed back to Virginia with my parents accompanying us who are here visiting for this last week before the new year. It's so interesting. As I look back, I told you at the beginning of the episode There were some really hard things that sort of gave a difficult or heavy undercurrent to our year. And there were also so many incredible moments that I experienced this year with my friends and family and travel and school and work and relationships and experiencing new things and experiencing comfortable old things. Life is a beautiful mess. It's ups and downs and things that you hope for and plan on and things that you had no idea were around the corner and what a gift it is to live all of it. Again, I invite you to take a minute in the next couple days and reflect back on your year, the ups and downs that you've been through, some of the things that felt like defining moments of the year and some of those things that you have forgotten about that in looking back and reflecting you remember and are able to savor and appreciate again some of the moments and relationships and beautiful experiences that you had. I know I usually do a poem at the beginning of some episodes, but I thought I would finish this episode sharing a simple poem by Mary Oliver. 
If you suddenly and unexpectedly feel joy, don't hesitate. Give into it. There are plenty of lives and whole towns destroyed or about to be. We are not wise and not very often kind, and much can never be redeemed. Still, life has some possibility left. Perhaps this is its way of fighting back, that sometimes something happens better than all the riches or power in the world. It could be anything, but very likely you notice it in the instant when love begins. Anyway, that's often the case. Anyway, whatever it is, don't be afraid of its plenty. Joy is not made to be a crumb. And this is where, in the last episode of 2022, I thank you so much for listening to Live Free Creative Podcast. Thank you for sharing your time and attention with me, for learning alongside me as I discover how to live a little bit more intentionally, how to use the science of well-being in our everyday lives, how to invite creativity and adventure and freedom into our plans so that we can live exactly the way that we want to live. I wish you a beautiful, joyful, and happy new year, and am so excited to share with you again next year in 2023. Cheers to the highs and lows of the year that has passed, and let's open our arms wide to welcome everything that comes in the year ahead. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.